1: Hello, hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show for The Celebrity Apprentice, episode two, just as simple as making soup. My name is Grant Rudder, and with me, my lovely co-host tonight... Hey, guys, I'm Kristen Carney.
2: And hi, uh, I'm Nando Velasquez. All right, let's get right into it.
1: Tonight's episode had the task of creating a unique 3D experience inside Universal Studios Orlando. Uh, They had to take pictures in a 3D fashion. Um, They were going to be judged, of course, on creativity, integration marketing, and guest experience. What were your thoughts initially on the task at hand? Just what did you think? I know I was confused in the beginning on what they really wanted out of it. What do you think?
3: Initially, I was slightly confused just because of the whole photography Side to the directions where that didn't really seem to come into play as much as we would have thought. So it didn't seem so much like a photography task as it did a 3D mm-hmm. task. You know, oh. when they said photography, I just thought it was going to be like you mentioned picture book from last season. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was thinking.
2: Yeah, I, I I was a little confused by the whole thing, too. It took a while. Once they started getting their ideas implemented, I got a, a better sense of what they were supposed to achieve. But even even that whole 3D display, I was wondering if they meant some kind of graphics or or, or whatever. Yeah, it was just I, weird.
1: I thought it was all graphics as well. What it came down to really for me was more of an experience. I think that's what more along the lines of what the executives wanted because it really came to that. Guest, guest integration, guest experience. I mean, excuse me. So that's really more what they should have said from the beginning, at least for the audience. Anyway, Um, so we had our two teams. uh, Plan B headed up by D.
3: I'm sorry, but before we get to that, can we talk about Donald's airplane? The more important topics (laughs) of the night.
1: (laughs) All right, go ahead.
3: I just love his humbleness. The fact that. His plane has his name on it,
1: and it's a Rolls Royce. <laughs> it's a Rolls Royce. I didn't even know. The name. Maybe I'm stu- maybe I'm stupid, but I didn't know Rolls Royce made jets. Didn't know.
2: Well, and now so I
1: know. It's a you- motor
2: vehicle, I guess. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Yeah.
1: What did you think of it?
2: Uh, well, I mean, it was pretty classy. I mean, it's it typical Trump style where everything's named after him, of course. Mm-hmm. So uh, so it just. It's- I want
3: to see the Trump jet flying to the Trump Tower. <laughs> that, that, I'm going to get totally reamed for saying that. Wow, yeah. Um, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Donald was like driving the... or like, driving... Was, was flying the plane. Like, that's how much Donald, I feel like, just like, owns everything about his life. I don't like, think he would, would fly be actually it, flying it, but
2: I would think there would be an extra seat in the cockpit just for him to sit in back and maybe fire the pilot if he wasn't exactly. a good job. In like, the plane's just going
3: nice. down, he's like, pilot, you're fired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he had to introduce it as one of the greatest jets... Ever, ever around, and it was—it's mine. Yeah. He had to let but it the up quickly. It was, the was outside of it, awesome.
3: though, reminded me of like U.S. Airways. It's kind of this like weird dark navy color. Mm-hmm. I—I like, th- I think it could have looked a little bit shinier, more spit shined Sorry, yeah. Donald, you didn't impress me.
1: Know, the interior looked like anything else they'd have on a nighttime soap or anything <laughs> like that. I <laughs> yeah, mean, you know, it was right. a standard. It was there was columns and marble. It was okay. I
2: love right. how you guys are just downplaying. It. He has a plane. <laughs> he has his own plane. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, exactly. you know, it was just i I'm play. critical look. I gotta be real.
3: <laughs> I drive a Mazda. Okay, I have standards.
1: <laughs>
3: All right, so let's get into
1: this this task over here. So we've got Plan B with D as the PM. Who he made it very clear that he knows Universal. He wanted everyone to know that he, you know, he goes there with his family. He's been there almost fifty times. He said that's like
3: not something I would brag about.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the Orlando. I, I don't know. I can't. I, I mean, can't you speak have to, to have it.
3: nerves and tolerance of steel to go to an amusement park that much. You go to Disney World once, you're like, okay, all right, I'm good for my life. Yeah, nice yeah. seeing you, Mickey. I,
2: I will say I do like Universal Orlando. I'm not trying to be a shill or anything like that, but I've been yeah. there once, and there yeah. there are some more fun rides than Disney. Sorry, Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
3: work yeah, for right. NBC yeah.
1: Universal, so I think it's great.
2: So, <laughs> good um, answer. Good answer. <laughs> so anyways,
1: uh, we have um, on the other side, we have Omarosa leading up Power, and she quickly took this on because she really wanted to uh, be able to make some type of um, – uh, who I don't know make some money towards her ex, her fiance, excuse me, her fiance her former fiance's charity. Correct, who's now deceased. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, so, so, what do we think of these choices? I mean, I'm not too surprised. It was just okay. We move on. And now they are. What do you think?
2: Go ahead. I, I think uh, Omarosa had to step up after last week. And plus, she took, a, in her opinion, I think she took out the team's biggest competition in Brett Michaels in a former winner. So she pretty much, I think, was in a state where she had to put up or shut up, whether or not her, her intentions were to to do this on behalf of her fiance. But I still think she needed this was the one she needed to step up to.
3: Is there an opportunity where she would be able to make more money for his charity? Because this was a low. Le- it you it know, was low. Again, they did get the 40,000. But, you know, mm-hmm. 20000 was initially on the table. And yeah. when you have a task like last week, you know, with the fundraising, you can exceed so many expectations I don't
2: think she's a big fundraiser so f- these so it was are, a good moment mm-hmm. for her I think yeah. this was the kind of thing she needed to do
1: and and who on that team of power is really gonna be like no I'm I want to do it move stop I want to do this I mean no one's really it's like the second week everyone's it's like brandy already got like, on
3: her knees no one else is gonna you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying, yeah. <laughs>
1: everyone's kind of like you know walking around quietly no one wants to like no one's gonna tell uh, her no I'm after, Well, especially
3: after seeing what happened to Brett last week yeah. oh yeah yeah
2: after Omarosa they're all kind of scared mm-hmm. of her yeah,
1: yes. All right, so we learned that um, the focus... Well, we were told as this was unfurling what this task was about that um, team plan B wanted to focus on celebrities and characters that that came out of D's mouth so um, instantly we uh, see a few ideas going around penn had an idea about uh, going on the track of using a mirror uh, to look like someone had a severed head which I thought was a great idea from the beginnings I said perfect you can do something with that sorting hat with Harry Potter and like you can almost make it like interactive like you don't know who you're gonna get sorted into and they you can put it on, like, social media or something.
3: It almost seemed to me that Dee seemed too overwhelmed by the idea of accomplishing something that Penn is putting on the table because it is elaborate. And, and mm-hmm. I, of course, you have the time restrictions, but it just seemed like Dee wanted to go, uh, I don't know, that's just that's a lot of work that's how it kind of appeared to me
2: yeah well I mean first of all uh, he wanted to incorporate celebrities and it just so happened to to show that scene right after the whole Dennis Rodman not to jump ahead to them uh, but the whole Dennis Rodman question about whether or not celebrities should be included so right then and there it was like big red flags. there Yeah, big foreshadowing. But uh, yeah, I mean Penn, again, with a great idea like he did with his uh, last season on uh, Celebrity Apprentice. And yeah, I think, I think uh, no one really stepped up. I mean, he had a couple of good ideas and maybe they were intimidated by Penn, but but I felt like they could have used something there. I felt the same way from the start. I felt it was a nice magic trick.
3: Well, Dee kept using the excuse that he wasn't going to be able to find a way to incorporate, th- incorporate that into the marketing strategy. Um, first of all, I want to say that pictures of just celebrities doesn't incorporate at all into their marketing strategy so his argument is just like debunked right there but um,
2: I think he just overanalyzed everything that's what happened but
3: do you think he almost just even forgot that Penn's magic could relate directly to Harry Potter it almost seemed like that didn't even occur to him and I think when Donald said it to him in the boardroom like the light went off like oh shit but Mm. he couldn't he couldn't you know admit it then that he didn't really even put the two, to two, two and two yeah. together. Well, that
1: goes back to what I think of the whole episode, which I find it very predictable, and that these mistakes as they were being made really just kind of led for an anticlimactic decision.
2: Uh, it's more in Potter. I mean, I mean, it's Universal Studios movie magic. You could just, it just basically, exactly. yeah. right. The studios themselves have have actual uh, special effects type of uh, tours that they do. There's a lot of different mm-hmm. things they could do. They just, nobody stepped up. It wasn't, I mean, D had to eventually make a decision, but but nobody else – and with Mary Lou there and Stephen Baldwin, who usually puts his two cents in, and a few other people, you'd, you'd think somebody would have been able to iron something out.
3: Yeah, I think D was just really short-sighted in this with this whole celebrity thing. You know, he did hear that from Donald a lot last season, but you can't – when someone gives you um, – gives you advice or something it doesn't always pertain to every single thing you do so you need to use it in small doses and i think d took it way too literally from last season when he kept hearing that celebrity thing
2: i will say that i feel that that when penn does have an idea like he said last time he seems to dominate the conversation so i think it's almost like everyone just steps back and says okay you got this great idea keep going Mm -hmm. and nobody can think of anything and
1: Maybe he wasn't willing to give over that much power to Penn. I I feel like maybe that, like, it was almost kind of shut down from the beginning, from my perspective. And maybe knowing, because they were on the same season together, how Penn does take over, that it just, he would lose control and he just didn't want to go there at any, like, maybe he just really tried to go any direction that he could around it. So then, on the other side, over with Team Power, Omarosa has this idea of creating this this three, sectioned off three spaces in a 12 foot area. I wasn't into the idea of what her thoughts were the entire time on this. I wasn't feeling it. What did you think of how this came across?
2: Well, I I, I, I like the idea. I mean, first of all, Little John came up with it. And Omarosa gave him, well, at first she gave him credit for it. Uh, I think later on we saw she pretty much took credit for everything. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Little John, I thought it was a pretty good idea. Very ambitious from the start, coming up with three ideas like that. And uh, And I thought it was really interesting also her calling Dennis out to ask that question to ask a question when Dennis was just kind of hanging back. I almost felt like she was trying to set him up to fail maybe but when he got a good question she she gave him credit for it as well.
3: Yeah, you could look at it as like either she's a brilliant, um, a brilliant leader where she knows how to scare someone into making them better mm-hmm. or a manipulative leader where, you know, she could use it against you and, you know, throw you under the bus which, you know...
2: Win-win either way for her.
3: Exactly. It's always win-win. Yeah.
1: I wasn't feeling this at all. I thought it was like uh, too close. It was like one of those like shoebox diagrams. For me, once I saw how they did have the interaction, I saw the executives, and we can get into all of this later, but I just... I, I saw where clearly, you know, they made the better choice. But from an outside perspective, I, I don't know, it just it didn't look good to me. Well,
3: I liked her idea, or I liked I guess you could say Little John's idea. Little John's idea. I'm so uncomfortable with that. Um, the pirate? Is that what this is? <laughs> uh, I, I did like the idea because when you go to these amusement parks, you always want to feel like you're entering somewhere magical. And when you when you look at their when you look at their box and you get to walk into this little door, you do feel like you're entering into this little world and then you get to go through all three so I thought it was a sweet way to to quickly get almost like the same experience you would on a ride We standing in line. You know, I always really? what I like about these parks is that in line, they always especially Disney World, I'm not so sure about Universal and you know, Six Flags isn't really like this in the in general, but When you wait in line, the line is is an experience. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're in Space Mountain, it's like you're waiting in like 1980 Tetris game. Mm -hmm. You know, and that always makes it more exciting. Like I almost enjoy the line sometimes more than I do the actual ride. So I felt like her (laughs) box had that simulation of you're waiting in line, and here's some magic that you'll get while you're doing that.
2: Now I I haven't been to Universal Orlando since Harry Potter opened up, but what I liked about it too was, and uh, I'm not sure if Despicable Me is in Islands of Adventure or if it's just in the main. Universal Studios part, but they do have three parks. They have Universal Studios, which is the oldest, then they have Islands of Adventure, which has a lot of the fun rides, including the Spider-Man ride, and uh, the Harry Potter world. So I thought three interactive experiences, and and they hit all three parks, so that's also very complete of them.
1: Yeah, no, the project they... It was complete. I just didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the backdrops that they chose. They had the Harry Potter one. They had like Harry hanging out, like in like larger than life image with people standing in front of it. It just didn't. I didn't think that was a good choice. But I mean, in general, for
3: a cl- someone who's like claustrophobic, yeah. it was definitely not the place <laughs> yeah. to go.
1: I don't know if I want to be walking through all those little rooms. I think I'll just well, go out. But the other thing that I thought,
3: The other thing that I thought too, and not that I would care because I'm not a germaphobe at all, but like they were using the, the same scarves to wrap around everybody, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, hey, that's kind of grody.
2: <laughs> especially, 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 in, a, like hot, sweaty. Florida. Yeah, I was going to say July in, uh, yeah. in, in, in Orlando yeah, wearing like, scarves—that'd mm. be a little then weird. It smells yeah.
3: like sweaty man who just mm. ate a lot of popcorn and didn't drink enough water. But <laughs> then on the other hand, going over to D's, uh,
1: I know Kristen, you mentioned that it was underwhelming to you with this, the way it was set up. We had over there, we had all of these stand-ups, and we did have the universal. Globe, the iconic globe, but it was much smaller. And but who
3: wants that globe when you can actually see the real spinning globe? Yeah, you know, over like your that's shoulder. not that yeah. exciting.
1: No, it was a blue background, almost like a blue screen, and then right. these stand stand-ups I, I don't. And then I mean, you, you know, know, to what, be but, frank, they wanted to base this around celebrity, but those celebrities aren't tied into a universal picture. None of them, or
3: well, the thing is, these celebrities aren't, for the most part big enough celebrities to stand on their own in a box. It's not like you have like Ryan Gosling up there, and I'm like, ooh, baby, let me go stand <laughs> next to him and pretend, you know? Yeah, yeah. So these these celebrities don't have that draw to when you leave. You're like, whoa, is that you know, is that uh, Heli- yeah. Helen or, you know, whatever. I can't even get the name straight, you know? It's like, they don't have that pull. <laughs> so it's not even that exciting, and I did say several times before the boardroom, who would want to take a picture with the the cutout that's all whited out that you can't even see when you could take it with them standing right there anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so it just seemed like a useless thing behind them that they could, could have, it could have been there or not been there, they would have had the same crowd taking pictures with them.
2: Well uh, Dee's year of the, uh, which was last year I guess of the American uh, Celebrity Experience, excuse me, uh, if you remember correctly when it was the all male team they had quite a few uh, challenges where they did incorporate celebrity and it made a lot more sense, like the Ren Fair, for example was a perfect example right. where yes. everyone had a skill set and they got to utilize everybody in there. So he's coming off that mindset. I think he was just thinking back on that. Yeah. He should have
3: remembered that he broke his finger when he was being the celebrity, the so that he should just like not do that again. See, this <laughs> was
1: more like the window display from last season, in exactly. my opinion, yeah. where they really had they were trying to tell a story, and they were also in something like twelve feet. And I think once you try to incorporate too many ideas, and the look on those guys' faces when Omarosa was trying to explain to them, they're going to have a Spider-Man over them, and then there's going to be the globe, and then we're going to go into this room, and like I mean, those poor guys working overnight it was two two guys per team right right I mean and like I don't know they they made it the, through the editing or or the, the um excuse me the com uh the confessional they made it seem like she was really bossing them around I don't know to me that was classic her like if you're gonna go in and you're gonna work with her you're, you know you're gonna have to expect that she's gonna be a little rough yeah I mean I don't think she was like outright rude to these people brandy was making it sound like you don't speak to people like that like well, yeah she Brandy's super nice yeah I don't know yeah
3: she wasn't that bad but you know it did kind of bother me to the extent that when she was explaining this to them, to the fabricating guys, they were looking at her and pretty much indicated, like, I don't really know if this is possible. So they didn't set her up with these high expectations of what they could do. So when the guy reasonably came over and explained, we may have to take something away to keep what you want to keep, and she did kind of yell at him and say, I'm going to freak out right now, she... It was like she was acting surprised when it seemed like she should have already been aware of that, and it just seemed like a way to, for her to to in on them and blaming them. But it's from the beginning, you know, these guys pretty much let you know, like, this is a lot of stuff you're asking for, and we can't promise it's all going to happen. They
1: were fair. They were upfront and fair. They didn't lead her on. She she mentioned something like that. She felt like they were like dropping her or something like that. I mean, it was not that
2: was not uh, how it went. No. She kept trying to push them a lot. So they 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 when they told her originally, she said, "You can do this. Come on, just think mm-hmm. of how great this is going to be." She kept trying to enroll like, them, in but a it's idea. like yeah. think
3: of how great it's going to be for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, she was you're, no one's going to really. You're not going to be there when we when we win, and you're not going to get any of the. They money. cut to a shot of her, and she had a voiceover, and she was just like this who's, was like ma-
1: drilling, drilling in these planes, and these two guys are standing there, like you know, like, I don't know how much they're making an hour, but like you know, like I mean, really, like it was just not. Yeah. Well, she not could right. talk
2: that way to to her teammates because she can throw them under the bus if they don't follow through. But how mm-hmm. she should she really throw over under the bus the uh, the crew because they're just getting paid to yeah, do it and, and yeah yeah
3: no, but she could certainly just blame them. In the boardroom, mm. and then you know they can't defend themselves, and it could make her look a little better. Well, Trump would just say they told you this. Yeah, I think yeah. Trump would
2: take their side. Yeah.
1: So they they've got the, the different the different excuse me, members of Team Power going out and buying things. They really don't know what they have to pick up. They picked up what did they? They went and got stuff for Despicable Me. Was that it? And then, and Harry, then Harry Potter, and they, Potter. Didn't the they didn't know about the Spider. They didn't know about the Spider Man. And the whole time they're they're running through. I, don't, I didn't see any running. Little John was strolling through the park, but they the whole time they were going and they were rushing through. But no, and then they were all left out when they didn't know something about using the Spider Man and getting the Spider Man sweatshirts and things like that. Well, why don't they have cell phones? Why aren't they in contact with Omarosa? I mean, that, if you know who you're dealing with, it's like any tough boss. If you have an assignment or something like that, you need to be in touch with them, in communication at least once, and say, "Okay, we've got we've got six minions. We've got six this. You know." And and I did a project like this similar at it, it, Universal and and um. Uh, over here in, uh, in Hollywood. Hollywood, thank you. So, I'm all tongue-tied, thank you. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you just have to like keep in track of like, what you get. Well, I, I mean, think we saw from
2: last week, keeping track
3: happen. isn't that team's number one priority.
2: And I think no. that's on Omarosa. If she has an idea, she should be the one contacting them. But, uh, again, it's Omarosa where it's like, you know it's up to you to contact me.
1: I just remember in the past, they're all on their phones. Yeah. And they're all, there's all speaker phone or uh, get yeah. a walkie-talkie over there. I mean... <laughs> There's no there was no communication on that not and even on the well, other she as well. she could use that really. to her advantage. Yeah. You know, she could mm-hmm. say,
3: "Oh, yes, I did tell you about Spider-Man." And That's what she I'm did. Exactly.
2: Right. No, yeah, she did do that.
3: And that's why I almost had to like go like rub my eyes like rear rear rear. Mm-hmm. Like, did she just say that? Mm-hmm. Cuz I I don't it's like so ballsy to say that you said that when there are cameras there that didn't capture you say or that didn't capture you say that, you know, to actually say that you said that. Mm-hmm. It's so mind-blowing.
1: No. To me. And the whole time we've got uh, Latoya kind of running around it in her confessionals. You know, something went down because in these confessionals, she's like not feeling Omarosa at all. But on camera, she's like, she's very like you know good around her. But like then she's quickly like and you know, over here like you know like oh, I don't know. She's she's doing. She's gonna she's gonna score something yeah. She's score well, She's very Trump, careful.
3: Donald Trump tweeted something that she was saying that Omarosa's the nice something like the nicest person she's met or something. I don't know if she said that in this episode. She did. She
2: said it in this episode. Wait, wait, back
3: it up. Hold um, on. Who in the
2: confessional. There was a confessional with LaToya where she was talking kind of badly about Omarosa, but then she goes, outside of the game, she's one of the nicest people that I've ever met. And then she says, I bet you didn't expect to hear that. Mm. Right. So, yeah, in that confessional.
3: Yeah. So that's how, in, you know, because I... Weird, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You play double duty on that.
1: <laughs> All right. So we we come down to the point where it's the day of, we've got Eric and Don coming down, and um, uh, so they're going to check it out, and then we've got the executives. Um, really quickly, do you want to throw it to our um, one of our uh, outlets here?
3: Um, you want to talk about iTunes? Yes,
1: please. Thank you.
3: Well, um, as you guys know, because you're probably listening to us on iTunes, you can find us on iTunes. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, you can also find us on YouTube, uh, but if you guys want to rate and comment on iTunes, that's the most important part. The more rating and commenting, the better... Uh, chance that we have to brag to our friends. So go rate and comment, tell a friend, and then a friend tells a friend, and it spreads like wildfire. So do that as your good deed for the week, and uh, let us know that you did, because then we'll see it in the comments, and we'll bring it up. So iTunes.
1: Great. All right. So... <laughs> So it's time where they show off.
3: Jazz Hands iTunes. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got it. All right. So we've got uh, our the 12 foot wide uh, experiences are set outside and the lines are forming. And then we've got Don and we've got Eric coming down. And Gary is being praised on his team for taking pictures with everyone and being really energetic. I mean, no one said anything bad about it's him like, don't, up until. It's after. like, don't praise
3: a dog for having bad behavior. And I feel like that's yeah. what they do with Gary. Yes. Because it's just, it's like they're, you know, it's, yeah, it's great that you're out there interacting and whatever, but I, I agree with D. it's just like a lack of skill set.
2: He's such a little kid, though. Too when he's doing that, he's a scary little kid. You saw him in the Cat in the Hat with that really scary look. But uh, you yeah,
3: know. like they said, look like you're having fun, and it was the same exact expression. It was and just I, like completely horrifying.
2: And I love his acronym for fun. Yes, finally understanding nothing.
3: And, and that and that
1: was my uh, comment of the day for, in regards to this episode. That was my line of the night. It pertains yes. to him too. Yes, definitely. Nothing. So uh, it looked to me like I mean this was kind of like. Starting, to, if I didn't already have an indication already of who was going to win, we Eric and Don were really all over Omarosa's uh excuse me uh, Powers' um, experience. They were really in it, enjoying it. And then when they went to go visit over at Plan B, they really did, was, they hung out there for like a second. They didn't take a picture. They didn't really, you know. D came over and said hello, and it was very abbreviated. So I, I got a feeling from that already. Um, any thoughts I on think, them, and the executives? I
3: think they got the sense that their project Plan B's was really their Plan B mm-hmm. you know it was definitely not Plan A it was very underwhelming it was like they they looked to have fake smiles kind of like oh mm-hmm. great this was really a waste of our time thanks for coming it was
1: extremely underwhelming I mean really I would almost say disappointing for what they could have done but they had all those resources of those men that were could bake, could right. make things for them and all they did was take pictures of one another
3: right well when gary took it was funny cuz they took uh, the pictures you know with them but gary was right in the center of the two of them and he kissed them both on the cheek <laughs> and i and it's like in gary's mind he's like you know this is going to win it yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, little does he yeah. you know. You know what?
2: He probably did add something to it, considering how that yeah. display was. He probably did help uh-huh. more than harm it. Right. So. I don't know.
1: Lisa Rinna and a Minion t-shirt. I don't know if that's going to do it. That was, like, all those stand-ups, really, were all washed out, even on the camera. Yeah. And, and this was, I mean, those cameras that they shot this with were some, probably some good, the good stuff. And if someone is coming from, like, the middle, the Midwest or the Kodak camera and they're taking pictures, they're going to be all washed out. So that right there and then is not a good exposure and it was mentioned that these executives wanted this to be able to be repeated in different areas in the park and didn't need to have these celebrities there so I don't know if I'm going to run up to Elisa Lisa stand up I just don't exactly know exactly
3: right that's what I was trying to say Yeah, yeah I it's not you. really yeah. drawing me in I'd run away from Elisa <laughs> <and> a Lisa a stand up <laughs> ah.
1: I love it I love it All right. But the
3: executives, again, like, I, you know, it's nice to see them go, but it's just, like, not an exciting portion of the show for me. So I don't have, like, that much to say. No,
1: because they have to be so politically correct. They they can't really say, like, what the hell is this? What is this? Right. Like, they really need to, like, sit down, sit down and smile. These are
2: all-stars. They can't really say, what you guys, you know, you can't call them all-stars and then make fun of them if you're an executive. Well, but you can. Really. Well,
1: I am. But we you can. can. We can. But they can. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. But wouldn't it be great to see someone come on? It's almost like those makeover shows. When someone comes in and they hate what they've done, like, that's the greatest. I wish they would, right, like, Right, that's hate what you'd it.
3: want to see. But you. Yeah. But then you have, dot the. you know, the sons there to kind of almost make up for that, although they are pretty stone-faced as well.
2: Yeah.
1: You you know? never, they troll out yeah,
2: they make it so you really can't well, tell. Which, they were stone faced until they went to uh Powers uh
3: That's was, true. They did smile. Yeah, the, like, that bit. you
2: could see it all there like right when they first saw it, so Yeah. Hmm. They're
3: like this reminds us of our childhood when <laughs> I don't, know.
1: <laughs> this is, I don't know. I don't know if the Trumps were visiting. No, exactly. Right, is what I'm much, saying,
3: right. when,
2: Yes. When the nanny and the maid took us out to, uh, um,
3: <laughs> right? We flew down right. in our. They father's didn't gym have in the afternoon
1: <laughs> okay. when it was
2: just Universal Studios. Oh. They
3: closed it for us specifically. We are the only guests here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So tell us a little about Serial Buddies real quick.
3: Uh, Well, Serial Buddies is um, the hilarious new film that's uh, written and directed by our own Kevin Undergaro that's playing currently in um, AMC theaters in um, all the major cities, New York, Uh, Chicago, San Fran, Los Angeles, uh, Boston. Um, It's also starring our very own Maria Menunos and some other notable names, which I enjoy thoroughly Artie Lang, um, Kathy Lee Gifford, because I always watch. Uh, the, fourth, the fourth oh, hour. Yeah, too. Yeah, I do. Me too. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> so um, check it out. It's a really original comedy and uh, you can, again, find it at all those AMC theaters. So. Did you see it?
2: You guys see I it have yet? not seen it yet. I saw it Friday. It was really good. It was really funny. Yeah, so, yeah that's
3: yeah. awesome. I'm excited to see it. I saw
1: Marie on Today with uh, Kathy were talking yeah, yeah. about it. I tweeted about it, but yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's get into the boardroom, shall we? We're here. Donald, mm. is, they play that bass drum and Donald walks out of that back to one of my favorite parts, so over the top. <laughs> right. um, and so... Immediately, he's going through the tasks, and I can tell what, where, where we're going with this. Um, and so what did we think of the boardroom in regards to um, how he talked to D and how he analyzed that task without really making it obvious that that probably wasn't the strongest?
3: I have to give the Donald credit here because that's not an easy task. His task, Donald's task this week, was to not let D know he was fired immediately Mm -hmm. you know because it was just pretty obvious so he had to do a pretty good job tap dancing around all of that I don't really know how necessarily he did it but I just think he did a good job at doing it
1: I know they have to follow the rules and they have to pull in three people to end the, to finish out the boardroom, but it I re- it really wasn't necessary. I mean, I really, I when he fake fired Penn, I was like, okay, we're we're done. We're, we're, we're I there it is, like we're done. I don't know if there was too much more to discuss because at that point they had already pointed fingers, and there really wasn't much to say except they're, now they're, they're right on to Gary. You know, it's the second week, and they're already pointing their fingers at Gary and the lack of skills and the lack of focus and Mary Lou gets in there. What do you think?
2: Well, I I have a different opinion. I I think when... Here's the thing about The Apprentice. Whenever you go in the boardroom, the only thing you can predict about the Donald is is that he's unpredictable. So, yeah, I mean, maybe from where we were standing, Dee looked like a very obvious choice from the start, but if D fought if he thought maybe he could have given a case I, I think mm-hmm. I think the whole thing with Penn might have might have if he actually caught Penn in uh, the boardroom I think, I think he might have had a shot a long shot but a shot but the Donald does reward I think, tenacity
3: I think it'd be like a long shot though with like a rubber band you know it's like him <laughs> not getting there. It's like uh. but he wants to see well, them fight let, let me ask he wants you this yeah. if it was
1: Omarosa that was in D's position could Omarosa save herself and get rid of
2: Penn I think she could have. Yeah,
3: yeah. With mm-hmm. her tenacity, Dee doesn't have that spunk, you know, that or that drive to save himself. He just doesn't have that feel yeah. within or, him. Yeah, it's not within him For to be, like, like such this. a
1: snake and turn, you know, like that. Like, she's so business savvy, you know? Because, she knows what she's doing.
3: Right. And the thing is, again, Dee did know that all these decisions were his decisions, and, and to try to place blame on that. Again, you're saving your own hide to place mm-hmm. blame on Penn, but... He probably wouldn 't be able to sleep with himse- sleep at night sleep with himself at night, which he does all the time it 's very sexy <laughs> he wouldn 't be able to sleep at night knowing that he did that to his friend Penn yeah.
2: Omarosa would have no problem, but I, I think also penn while he 's incredibly intelligent and smart and he would fight i don 't think he would fight as hard as omarosa so omarosa 's Deadly in in the boardroom, as no, everyone knows. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Mm.
1: So when when Omarosa wins the task, she's very emotional. Uh, her team is very celebrated. Was anybody surprised, uh, not by her emotion, but that they won? And of course, you know, she this is a, she's been through a lot, so she really you know took this and ran with it. What do you what did you think of that?
3: No, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't su- well. I. I- you know she was very confident going in and um, once she saw the pictures I think it was pretty solidified that you know that was the way it was going to go. Yeah
2: I mean she was determined and she it it was it was pretty much a slam dunk, I think, when you compared the notes from both teams. But, uh, but yeah, she, she worked her butt off, and, and it showed. You know, uh, Arsenio had a similar moment when he won a project last year, but very, very different, because Arsenio was passionate from the start, and he obviously um, inspires his team or motivates his team in a completely different way, and he wears his heart more in his sleeve. But this was a very big, vulnerable moment for Omarosa. It, it
3: is, too, mm-hmm. because she has lost all of her tasks leading up to this, so it is, yeah. it's a big risk to go in. and be this confident when you do have what is like three losses behind you or something like that for for apprentice in total Mm -hmm. yeah so
1: and her very first test she's won on Owen's gonna do with press being a project manager as you mentioned.
2: And I will say I was kinda of bummed, like Dennis Rodman, like right away when she started crying, like went over to the other side and was just like, oh, to Busey and he was like, Hey, you, you won an Oscar, right? You're nominated for an Oscar. What do you think? Oscar winning performance? And he's pointing at Omarosa. I thought that was a little mm-hmm. that was a little classless.
1: And well Latoya was in line with him because she was saying, I can already tell that she's using this, she's using this as a car to push to for her agenda and I don't know, I mean of course Go ahead. I, I well, go for,
3: go ahead. you know, I just, you know, Nando here obviously, like, pointed out when we were watching with the whole, like, really, out of all people to say this, the woman who, you yeah. know.
2: Say it again. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> about, a, about a deceased, uh, uh, you know, person uh, yeah. to, to mani- you know, manipulate. A little the, brother. Yeah. Same namesake, had. maybe. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a little. <laughs> she should at least be a little understanding uh, about that. Well,
3: so. it's also, too, like, the elephant in the room is that, like, when Latoya does say something like that, everyone's thinking, Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, well, not, you know, the other mm-hmm. one. Well. It was
2: great yeah, when Donald like was talking about, about his hair, and she's just like, if he should change his hair, or he should... Right. Like,
3: be yourself.
2: Just be yourself. And it's like with all this plastic surgery on her face. Right.
1: Be Girl, yourself. if anyone needs to change their hair, it is you. Can you take five <laughs> minutes and fix that hair real quick? I mean, she had, she was on a plane for three hours. I mean, that plane had looked like it had everything. They couldn't get a hair and make it On grow, a plane or off quick. a plane, it
3: looks the same.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, on the plane, they could. that would have been time that they could have fixed that hair.
3: Oh, I thought you meant from being on the plane. All day. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> no, she had three hours is it? Is it three no, and she a half? needs three years. Three
3: <laughs> years. <laughs> oh. I don't mind
1: help? her, but I'm telling you, I mean, she's on a network reality show with
2: Troofs of hair all over the place, please. She is showing her fangs a little bit more, even even if it's only in a confessional. At this point, she is showing yeah, her yeah. fangs a little bit more than when she was on the first time and and being, uh, you know, uh, outspoken by by Lisa and uh, Aubrey. So uh, yeah, it does well, show a lot.
1: I don't think she'll ever really play as as being very you know off putting and out there. And well, and, she's such yeah, a soft voice, so, you know. She, yeah, she's going to be more the quiet type. Yeah. Right. Not how I would do it, but that's how <laughs> she's got out to be, but, you know, whatever.
3: I'd like her to have your voice. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, dolly. Now
1: that would be interesting. <laughs> that would be Wouldn't great. that be? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to the surprise of no one, of course, we know the winner, and um, that pretty much wraps up the boardroom, mostly. I mean, are we ready to get into some news and gossip?
0: Yeah, I guess so. After Buzz, TV News.
1: Alright, so uh, there's not very much in the news regarding the actual players, but there's a lot regarding Donald. Uh, So Donald revealed three people he'd love to see on the upcoming season of The Celebrity Apprentice that he uh, he gave a report uh, to in Parade. Um, He told people, he said, I'd love to see Tom Cruise on the show. He (laughs) uh, He went on to say that he'd like to see Clint Eastwood on Celebrity Apprentice, and fans of both Clint Eastwood and The Celebrity Apprentice just would love the idea. Um, Surprisingly, Donald said, here we go, Barack Obama would do fantastically well on the Celebrity Apprentice. Really,
3: he only did well enough to become president. What makes you think he might win Celebrity Apprentice? Only fantastically
1: well. We you know he, <laughs> right. he carefully worded that. Although Donald said there were many political people he could choose from, Barack was the only one. Well, he mentioned he's my also name.
3: saying that to get in, like you know, because of his you know political views, he's definitely oh, he trying to get himself in the mix there. Well,
1: last week it was he was not a racist. That point was made black and white. But he was there. a
3: sexist. Yeah, oh, he was a sexist.
2: So, yeah. I would like to see Barack Obama and Clint Eastwood on the same team. I think that would be awesome. Even if Barack wasn't there, I think Clint would just point to an empty chair in the boardroom and say it was Barack's fault. Oh, I think it would definitely. be awesome. Yeah, be I great. would
3: never, ever want to see a president of the United States <laughs> on a reality show. If that is the case, I'm totally moving to France and becoming Johnny Depp. Yeah. I don't care. Well, this. there's
1: another politician that certainly wanted to be president. He, he could make an appearance. Yeah,
2: uh, according to—well, uh, there's an article. In the Huffington Post but uh, New Irich was uh, speaking to conservative radio host Laura Ingram then he was praising Trump for uh, as being a phenomenon and also say to be open to going on uh, on celebrity Apprentice sometime in the future which is uh, interesting because they they've uh, shared some fundraisers together but also um uh, Trump uh, actually endorsed his competition in the last presidential election, Mitt Romney. So, But I guess there's no hard feelings, and he still has a lot of respect for Trump and wouldn't mind being, uh, being a celebrity. And it's, and it's not the first time a politician's been on Celebrity Apprentice, so uh, it's true, it's true. you never know
3: desperation that screams
1: desperation <laughs> you know what new look no Newt won't do it but that wife Callista, she would and I want to see it her and that hairdo I want to see her running around breaking a sweat in the city nice. I would love I love Callista. that has got to be a new her.
3: reality show breaking a sweat in the city <laughs> That is it. bring it on
1: starring Callista Gingrich I'm in <laughs> sign me up after bus for that alright so um, and lastly um, NBC's two hour premiere of the Celebrity Apprentice last week uh, garnered a total of 5.1 million. Um, It had its lowest rating premiere ever and fell 38% from last year. But we know that in the history of the show, it's built up from the premiere and usually at the end it gets a little higher. It does build throughout the season.
3: But still, if you look at other TV shows, 5 million viewers for nowadays is a lot. Like something like Boardwalk Empire or something, you know, this highly produced, beautifully shot show I think maybe gets 2 million or 3 million Mm -hmm. viewers. You know, so 5 million still isn't anything to sneeze at. Mm -hmm. But I do have a Little news, also. Sure. It's not really news news, but it's just something to talk about. Um, little John, Lil John was on um, the Today Show. I don't know if you saw him. He was with uh, Kathy Lee and Hoda. Oh, DJing. DJing, yes. Yeah. And he has um hit a new Z- Zumba song out, specifically giving you directions for Zumba because a lot of the music, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that I've done Zumba. Looking at me, I know you'd think I would have because I'm so in shape. But just because I have anxiety. Um, (laughs) Oh, I hear you. I'm really just anxious all the time. Um, No, but basically it gives you direction. So it's like, step left, step left, step right. Is he screaming like like,
1: crunk? Is it like
3: screaming crunk music? Kind of, but he also did explain what crunk is. It's not like crazy and drunk. It's... um, Something about turning the volume up or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to look mm-hmm. that up. Again. I love the yeah.
2: fact that at the nine o'clock hour moments. of the Today Show, uh, housewives all across the nation can now learn what Crunk is.
3: Yes, they're a little yeah. late and to the right. And their babies, right? To the windows,
1: to the wall. I was doing that in middle school, so, <laughs> so they're a little late to the party. But. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's head into some predictions, shall we?
0: And now your Buzz TV predictions.
2: What do you got? Uh, well, I mean, just based on what we saw for uh, next week, first of all, it's finally looking good. Like, is finally going to be speaking out a little bit more toward Omarosa, so it'll be a little bit of a battle. And I, I, I guess based on that, I, I'm going to assume Power is going to be uh, heading to the boardroom and getting rid of one of their members. Uh, I think Omarosa uh, is going to be safe for a while. Oh, okay. So uh, maybe LaToya, that that would be my guess. If uh, If she's opening her mouth like that, she's going to be vulnerable.
1: It looks like they're doing a type of theatrical project, and so I know Gary will be great for that. That'll be interesting to see. (laughs) Uh, My favorite, my favorite tasks are the ones where they do the videos or like a media um, project, and then the second ones are always the performance because those can really go either way, especially in front of a live audience. You've got Donald or whomever in the third row, so I I enjoy those. Uh Uh, What do you think? Any predictions?
3: Uh, I, you know, I just think with a performance going on, I think Penn always does a really good job, and the crowd always likes him. So I, I, you know, definitely give the Winning team to Plan B, um, and uh, I wonder if perhaps maybe Trace would catch a little slack or flack for not being there last, you know, the previous week. I doubt it, but maybe we'll see a little talk of something.
1: That's true. I hope their team doesn't do well. Yeah, I mean he's off way on a cruise. I mean I would, would be right. Nice to- I, like,
3: lo- you know, I wonder if it was like the Carnival cruise another. <laughs> 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 you know, He's uh, in his own feces right now. That's gross. That's horrifying.
1: <laughs> well, I hope for him that he isn't. <laughs> and I hope for everyone else around him, because they're going to share rooms. So, that'll do it. All right?
3: Yeah. I yeah. guess All right. so. Right. Anything Great. else?
2: Uh, no, I think that's good. Uh, you, you can reach me at Twitter at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L.
3: And you can find me on Twitter at uh, Kristen Carney. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y.
1: And I'm on Twitter as well at Grant Michael R. And Thanks. remember,
3: rate and comment honestly. Yeah. Like, get the conversation going. And if you're a fan of this show, you know, just let the world know and start, you know, spreading the word about podcasts like this. Because uh, we're here for you.
1: Of course, I read and look at all those comments. We enjoy them. Yeah, the good we base and our the bad. Around them. <laughs> of course, thank you. <laughs>